This call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is your Brita this morning. Who's that? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. How are you? We're doing pretty good. Thank you. How are you doing? I am doing just wonderful. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning. Who's that? Who's that? And who's that? Good morning. Well, thank you so much for joining us here this morning on Declare Victory. Good morning. Who's that? I just heard another ding. Would you like to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Barbara. Good morning. Susie, I'm doing wonderful. I can't complain. I'm grateful that I woke up this morning, and it doesn't matter what situation I find myself in, I just want to give God praise for everything. Amen. Says, right there. Amen. <laughs> right there. Yes. You know, the little things try to distract us, so we just have to stay focused. That's right. That is so right. I want to thank the callers who just called in and did not say good morning. We thank you for joining us on the line here this morning. Um, has anybody else called in that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Tracy and family. This is Bubbly. Happy Saturday. Good morning, Bubbly. <laughs> good morning. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing wonderful. I really Good am. Mhm. I got up this morning, y'all, at three o'clock this morning, and put on some praise and worship music, and I got in my car, and I started driving, and I'm just grateful. Nice and serene and peaceful, just to spend some time with him early in the morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning to all. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. Has anybody else called in that would like to say good morning at this time? Bubbly, how's the weather out there? Um, I think it's like maybe 99 degrees already. <laughs> okay. It's early in the morning. <laughs> early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> amen. Amen, amen. Thank God for another day. Thank God for the weather. Thank God for the season changes that we embark on, that we learn and we grow from that propels and pushes us into the next level of excellence. It's an amazing just to embrace it all and just, you know, eyes wide open to pay attention to details in this season. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Would anybody like to say good morning? Good morning, family. It's Nikisha. Good morning, Nikisha. Good morning. Good morning. 
before we move on to the next segment of the call, is there anyone else that did not get the opportunity to say good morning and would like to do so at this time? Okay, good morning. Who's that? Good morning, it's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, family. Good morning, Pretty Patrice. Good morning. Anybody else? Happy birthday to my husband. Happy birthday. Happy birthday birthday birthday. to Brother Yes, happy birthday. If I believe it's 60th birthday. Pretty Patrice? Yes, it is, yeah. Oh, what a blessing. My God, thank you, God. Happy birthday, Brother Jeff. Would anybody else like to say good morning before I move on to the next segment of the call? Okay, it's time to move on to the next segment of the call. Before we move forward, we ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Tracy. And I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to put your, excuse me, be sure to Phone in daily for the great messages we are planned that we have planned for you. Our monthly theme entitled "The Calls." You don't want to miss the teaching, techniques, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. Uh, there are no announcements this morning. Uh, the prayer request that was submitted on the app is that we continue to pray for uh, Beverly Johnson's daughter, Cheyenne. Um, She was diagnosed with cancer and had surgery yesterday. So let's continue to keep her lifted up in prayer throughout the week. And also um, there's a blaze in the Amazon, uh, a wildfire that has been burning for quite some time, and we're asking the declarers to continue to uh, keep the firefighters and the people involved in that lifted up in prayer as well. Um, The order of the call is the declaration will be done by Brother Eric. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Bubbly. Then we will go right into our closing segment hosted by the declarer, which is Brother Eric. Again, I will repeat that. The order of the call is the declaration will be done by Brother Eric. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Sister Bubbly. And then we will go right into the closing comments with the declarer. Uh, The scripture today is 1 Corinthians 7 and 15. But if the unbelieving depart, let him depart. A brother or sister is not under bondage in such cases, but God has called us to praise, I mean, to call us to peace. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I will now pass the call to the declarer. Thank you for allowing me to host this morning. I love you and have an amazing Saturday. 
Good morning, good morning, and good morning. Declare victory. Uh, God is good. He has allowed us uh, once again to taste the gift of life, um, to wake up. And I want to let you know that if God has called you to wake up, and we're talking about calling, he's called you to life once again, that means that there's still work for you to be done that. If God has called you to wake up and that your heart is beating and that, you know, like they said in the old church, uh, uh, God woke me up in my right mind and with blood running warm through my veins, that means that there is still purpose, uh, that God is still has a destiny for you for, to fulfill, that he still has a people for you to proclaim to, that he has, still has a gospel for you to declare. And so um, on this Sabbath morning, uh, we are uh, indeed grateful and we are indeed uh, thankful. Uh, just want to give a shout out to uh, my best friend here in California, my dog, uh, Jeff, 60 years old. God bless you. God bless you. You old, man. You are old. <laughs> but thank God that you that you're still here. Uh um we celebrate with you and uh and supposed to be such a powerful man of God. Uh I pray that may God uh bless you with uh many more years in his service. Uh before I start, let's let's go to prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, just speak to me right now. Um I'm leaning and dependent on you. I need your word for me today. I need you to speak to me and to speak through me. Lord, I pray, Lord, that as, as I declare your word and, and your message for today, Lord, that you would open the hearts and the minds of those who are on the call uh, so that they may receive, Lord, the manner that this is coming straight from heaven and that this these were your words would transform into my words and they would they would fall on the hearts of those who, who are on this line like seeds and may they bear much fruit i'm listening lord speak to me speak to us all we give you praise glory and honor in jesus name for his sake amen and amen once again good morning uh, i want to tell you this from the start that um at this very instance, I'm very peaceful, but I'm terrified at the same time. Uh, you know, you know what happens when when you got everything ready and 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 you know you you go to sleep thinking that you know everything's going to be good. I'm 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 making a declaration tomorrow, and to wake up and to find out that you cannot find one of your notes. I mean, I can't find a thing. But I do know this. I do know that God is still on the throne. I do know this, that God has a message for us. And so uh, I'm going divine on divine inspiration. Uh, I do know, I remember uh, the details of this declaration. And so we're just going to go forth. 
I want to let you know this might be a short declaration. This might be a short call, but you know um, God's will be done. And so we've been talking about called uh, this this month, and you know you've been you've been uh, graced with some excellent and some wonderful declarations as it is, and I, I hope you've been had the opportunity to um, listen and and to uh, uh, internalize each of these declarations. Um, as I was studying for this, I did not realize, as I began to go into the background, this is what I do. You know, I want to find out the Greek, and I want to find out the origins of this word or, or this concept we call called. I found out there are something like 20 uh, adjectives in the Greek for this one word called. There's one noun, I mean, there, there, there's 16 verbs, and there's one adjective. And I also found out there that there are really three specific purposes to this word called. That, that in the Old Testament, to, to be called was really to be, to be named. Uh, and when we think about call, we think about a vocation. And that's more explored in the New Testament. And this is where I'm going to be going for now. Um, the title of my decoration is this. Mind yours, do you follow me? Once again, mind yours, do you and follow me? And the text I wanted to come to is uh, starts in John chapter 21 and uh, verses 20. through 24. That's uh, John, the Gospel of John, verse, chapter 21, verses 20 to 24. And that's going to be the crux of, of this declaration, um, which I'm giving. But I want to go back um, a minute. You know, uh, Spirit told me at, at, uh, this morning, I wanted to go back. And so I want to go back a little bit further up to um, verse 15. And so I'm going to read this in your hearing, uh, starting at verse 15. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said, feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he had said to him a third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Most assuredly, I said to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will grind you and carry you where you do not wish. 
This he spoke signifying by what death that he would glorify God. And he had spoken this and he had said to him, follow me. And here we're going to the, to the crux of, of, of the uh, verses in this declaration. Then Peter turning around saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following, who also leaned on his breast at the supper and said, Lord, who is the one who betrays you? Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, but Lord, what about this man? And Jesus said to him, if I will that he remains till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Verse 23, then this saying went out among the brethren that this disciple would not die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he would not die. But if I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who testifies of these things and wrote of these things, and we know that his testimony is true. Mind yours or mind your business. Do you, not anybody else, and follow me. And so what I want to speak out in this declaration is that we're all called. We, we, we've, um, we've heard this uh, throughout the month that each and every one of, have, of, of us has a calling or is being called. Primarily, we are first called to salvation. Jesus says, uh, God said this word that I've called you. I've called you out of darkness. Out of uh, loving kindness, have, have I called you? Have I drawn you? And so our first calling is, 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 is first and foremost, is called to be saved, called to be salvation, called to reconciliation with God, uh, uh, to, the, to the gospel, and to a right relationship with Jesus. And this is what uh, I want to go back to uh, verse 15, and, and, and I want to draw a picture here. Uh, the eating breakfast and, and and before Jesus uh, called Simon, if we know the story of Peter, we all know that when when uh, when when Jesus was arrested in the garden, and and all the disciples had scattered, uh, which was prophesied, um, there Peter uh, Jesus is taken to court, and. Uh, Peter follows at a distance, and 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 you know while they're in the uh, the house of the high priest, uh, Peter's out on the court side, and he's in the fire and everything, and and he's like kind of like off in the distance, and uh, uh, and Jesus said to him before he was arrested that night, he said, Peter, before the cock crows, you're going to deny me uh, three times. So we know the story that you know he's recognized from one of the disciples, and he says, "I do not know the do not know the man." And uh, uh, then somebody else uh, 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 says, "You know, uh, you're a Galilean." You know, and they recognize him by speech. And he says, I, "I tell you, I do not know the man." And then, then a woman comes, and 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 Peter starts cursing and everything, and 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 vehemently denying Jesus. After the resurrection, Jesus uh, uh, finds them on the shore and in, 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 in they're fishing. And he says to uh, them, throw, throw the nets out. 
and they pull in this in this catch. They've been fishing all night, and, and they haven't been able to catch. Does that sound familiar? That sounds familiar because it points back to the to the first time Jesus, uh, 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 excuse me, not the first time, but the second time Jesus calls them to to to, to disciples. Now. In if 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 you know your gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, we all realize, we all assume that Jesus called the disciples uh 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 to follow him when they were fishing in the boat. In fact, he does the same miracle. Only in one gospel do we find out that Jesus did not call the disciples that first time. But in John, if you go back in, 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 in the beginning of, of John, we find out that Jesus calls them nowhere near the, no, nowhere near the boat. But the first time Jesus called, called Peter and John, they don't follow him. It's not until the other gospels mention that Jesus comes and wants to use their boat to, to preach, and then he tells them to throw their, throw their, uh, throw their nets out. That's the second time. That's when they truly decide to follow him. Okay, after Jesus uh, is, is crucified and, and the disciples have given them hope, what do they do? They go back to the same thing. They go back to fishing. How many times do we think that God is not here and God is not with us, and even though God has already called us because there's no immediate uh, 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 participation on our part, or we hear the call, but we choose to ignore it? Because we choose not to make God a priority in life, that we go back to the same thing. And we see here that that the disciples after Jesus' death, they go back to fishing. And Jesus calls them back. And he and he and he and he and he, and he tells them the same thing. Throw your nets out. To me that signifies this that when God calls you, he calls never change. Our situations may change, our choices may change, our behaviors may change, but God's call never changes in our life because God has called us to a specific thing. The Bible says that we were predestined before we were called, predestined. And so that before the beginning of this world, before anything that was spoken in existence, God already had a calling for your life. God had already a purpose for your life. God had already not just a calling, but a justification and the gifts already laid aside to what you would need to fulfill your vocation, to fulfill your calling. Okay? So, so Peter hearing Jesus saying, throw your net out and, and catching the fish, he jumps out the boat. Please, I'm going to ask you to mute your line, please. I hear somebody on, on, on the phone. Thank you. And so I, I, I wanted to draw that background to, to, to – uh, to where we first, for, to where I first started reading in, in John 15. So when they started eating breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? And he says it three times. I want to tell you this: that when we weren't saved, when we didn't know Jesus. When we didn't know the salvation, when we weren't called to salvation, when we didn't answer the call, we are living like Peter was. Everyone who is not a believer, who has not confessed, is like Peter. We may know of Jesus. We might have even went to church. But our life is a denial of Jesus. 
Because when we say we do not believe in Jesus Christ, we do not confess Jesus as our Lord, our, we're saying in, in, in essence that I deny you. And so God restores Peter. Point number one, in order to receive our calling, we have to be restored. And it is at this fireplace and when they're eating breakfast, isn't it something that God feeds us first? that he provided for, 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 for their physical needs. He manifests his, his power in our lives. And then the act of restoration before the calling. Peter restores by asking, I mean, Jesus restores Peter by asking him three times, do you love me? Do you love me? And that's very significant because the three times is, 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 uh, is 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 is, is um, the same number of times that he denies him. Peter answers every time, Lord, you know I do, and he gives him a, a directive. See, when God restores us, He also and then He restores us. He calls us, and His calling is is, is specific. So He called out to Peter three times. Peter answers him three times. And he gives him three directives. Feed my lambs. Tend my sheep. And feed my sheep. It was very specific. God says not to feed the sheep first, but to feed the lambs. Lambs are what? Baby sheep, right? And baby sheep or or lambs are are, are indicative of those who are... um, who are either immature in Christ or know about Christ, but they haven't come to the known thing. So when God calls us, like God calls the disciples, as we know, he, he told them to go out to, to Judah, uh, uh, Samaria, and, and the world's unknown. And, 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 and lambs would be like our, your, old, your old buddies. So when Christ calls us, calls us salvation, he gives us a call, and he says, I want you to feed my lambs. Feeding means proclaiming the gospel. So when he calls us and everything, he says, I want you, he not only wants us to, 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 to come back, to, to come in a right relationship, but he wants us to spread the gospel to the lambs, to those who, 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 who know about Christ and may, may not be following Christ. You know, those, those are the people you used to kick it with. Those are the people you used to be in the club with. Those are the people you used to, uh, 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 your drinking buddies or, or, or your smoking buddies. You know what I'm saying? Or, or you know, the ones you used to run the girls or run the boys with, okay? Then he says, feed my sheep. Okay, and that's feeding the sheep means you, that we're called to ministry, that we're called to service within the body of believers. So so whether we're called to be apostles or preachers or, or deacons or elders, ushers, or to give or to encourage or to lift up, or to sing, that is feeding the sheep. These are the these are the ones that are within the fold of God and called to God. Then the third calling was to tend my sheep. That means not only are we called to, to feed and to minister, I mean to to uh, to feed and to also uh, um, to serve, but to minister. If we can't take care of our own, and when I mean talking about the body believers then we, we can't take care of those who are the least, the last, and the lost. 
And so this is and so so God calls us first to to the house of David because Christ was called to save the Jew and then the Gentile. And so there's a process in our calling. So I want to be transparent about this right here. Okay, because when we're called also, there's a there's a point, and this is where uh, I, I was writing about my decoration. There is, in it, even in our calling, when when we when we when we accepted the call, that there's a point that we may uh, be tend to compare. Have you ever compared your gifts or ever compared your calling? And if I have to be transparent, I have to say to myself, that's something that's always plagued me, and and still sometimes continue to plague me uh, today. Um, I acknowledge that God has given me uh, 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 gifts, uh, you know, that, that I play music, uh, I also teach, also preach, but in my music playing, I've always had a tendency to, to uh, compare. Um, this morning, after the call, when I get up and we worship on Sabbath, you know, we have church musicians. I usually play for uh, uh, Sabbath school, but usually our main musicians are, are, are Dave Jackson, who, who is, uh, whose father is Bishop Jackson, the Axe. He, he comes, he plays for us. Also, um, uh, another musician, Joshua, who also plays the Axe. But they also play for us on Saturday, too. Now, if anybody knows anything about David Jackson, he's a very humble man, but he's a very proficient, very gifted musician. And and I have this point where sometimes if I hear another musician, I, I want to compare. I want my gifts to be like them. So heading back to what we're doing, is, uh, uh, we're going back to the, to, uh, the scripture. After Peter uh, restores uh, is restored by Jesus, and he's given his calling, right? Then Peter turning around and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following, who had also leaned on his breast at the supper and said, Lord, who is the one that betrays you? Peter seeing him. Now, this disciple is John, who's written, his, who's written the gospel. John is the one that, 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 that Christ uh, loved. John was, 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 was the best friend of Jesus. So the, the, the verse goes on. He, he says, he's seeing John. He says, Lord, what about this man? Who does this? Right? Peter's denied Jesus three times. He's going away. Jesus restores him. Right? Jesus has called him. Jesus, in effect, says, everything's all right, Peter. I've given you a call. I want you to do great things for me. All right? And we all know Peter has a problem with sticking his foot in his mouth. Okay? Peter's just been restored. He's just been given his mission. He turns around, sees John, and says to uh, Peter, what about this person? How many times we do this? Lord, I'm doing this, but what about this person? Okay, what about sister such and such? What about deacon so-and-so? What about brother this and that? What about them, Lord? Okay? Instead of worrying about what God has called us to do, instead of Peter worrying about what God has called him to do, and, 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 and instead of being grateful that God has restored him, given him another chance, he's, he's looking at somebody else. When we're called, we can't, be, we can't fall into the trap of comparing our gifts to another. He goes on, Jesus said to him, if I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? 
You follow me. So Jesus kind of rebukes him, and Peter ought to be used to this because Jesus has rebuked Peter all throughout the gospel. But Jesus probably, Jesus really, if you want to break that down, Jesus is saying to Peter, look, if I got something for him to do, if, 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 if I want him to live until I come again, you know, what is that to you? So Peter's really, I mean, Jesus is really telling Peter, listen, mind your business. Don't worry about what, what, what I have to do anybody else. You do you, okay? God is when he's calling us, he's called us to an individual. He's called us to be uh, 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 unique in our calling. Now, our callings may, and our, our, our vocations may be the same. Some of us may be called to preach, and, and some of us may be called to do this. And, 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 but God has given us a unique set of skills. He's given us a, a, a unique uh, 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 people. He's given us something that's laid aside for us. So what we do when we call, we need to stop comparing because when we compare, we may fall in the trap of either becoming overconfident because when you compare to somebody who you think doesn't have the same gift or doesn't have the same type of anointing, I don't know where that comes from. You know what I'm saying? Like we have levels of anointing. You know what I'm saying? Well, she can do that, but I'm, I'm so much better. Okay, we fall into that trap of becoming arrogant and prideful. But on the other hand, when we're called and we compare ourselves to somebody else who, who we think that is better, can play better, can sing better, can preach better, you know what I'm saying? Then we fall into the trap of, 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 of becoming timid and fearful and doubtful of what God has called us to do and what he's equipped us to do. So Jesus is telling Peter, and he's telling us, mind your business. Stay in your own lane. Focused on the prize of, the, of, of, the, of God's higher calling for your life. Then he says, follow me. It's funny. When I read this scripture, and I began to... to um, to look out the meaning in verse 25 then this saying went out among the brethren or the brothers that this disciple and this disciple was John would not die yet Jesus did not say to him that he would not die but that if I will that he remain till I come what is it to you so when this was recorded and, and, and the story began to go out about what Jesus said to Peter and Jesus said to, to John, that there was actually a rumor started, tradition started that, that John would never die until Jesus came. And so if you don't know that John is, all, is, 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 the, last God, is the last disciple to, to have died, all the other disciples were killed except for John. They were martyred for the faith. And even in this call, even in this dialogue, Jesus uh, told Peter uh, that he would he would he would die. That he when he was young, he did what he wanted to do. But when he was old, somebody was going to uh, uh, stretch out his his hand. They weren't going to grind him. We have to understand that when Christ calls us, there there is a, a price of that call, because when call, Christ is calling us out of the world. We, 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 when you receive the call 
to come out of the world and, and to stand for Christ and to work for Christ and live for Christ, there's going to be a price. Why? Because we're called out of the world. And because we're called out of the world, then we're going to do some things. We're going to say some things that the world does not like. We're going to start living a life that the world does not like, that our friends and families may not like, because we're living in the light. We're called to the out of darkness. And, and those who live in the darkness don't like the light. And so we may, be, we may experience difficulty. We may experience, uh, uh, we, we're going to experience spiritual warfare. As the, as the devil uses his his uh, instruments to to discourage us, it may even be our spouses, maybe people on the job, you know what I'm saying? Maybe friends and maybe family. But we still need to focus on the prize of our calling. We still need to understand also too that that what I'm suffering is not what 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 uh, um, brother Jeff is going to suffer. So I can't even compare that. I can't compare what I'm suffering, uh, what I'm going through, to what my wife is going through. I can't compare that. I need to. I need to uh, stay clear of those traps because my calling has a price. I have a cross. My cross is unique. My wife's cross is unique. Jeff's cross is 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 is, is unique. Because I can't carry Jeff's cross. I can only carry my own. See, Peter was called. Peter was called to stay in Jerusalem. John was called, but John was called to the, to to establish and to and to run the churches that that Paul had started with the Gentiles. Peter was called to be crucified. And, and church tradition said that, that Peter was crucified upside down because he felt that he was not even worthy to be that. John might not have been able to endure this. John was called to live on to a very low, uh, 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 a very old age. He was placed in a pot of oil and burnt and came out of it alive. At an old age, Paul, I mean, um, John was called to be exiled on a little tiny island, kind of like Alcatraz, to hard labor. Peter was called to, to, to print a letter, to print a couple of letters. But John was called to give the last book of the Bible, the Revelation. And so we all know that John died. So the tradition wasn't right. We have to be. We have to always be um, careful too that when we see a person in their calling and we hear stories, that this is not what God has called us to be. God did not call John to be immortal till he come back, but he was giving an, an, an example. I want to challenge you and I want to encourage you today to think about what you are called to be. And like a runner running the race, you're trained to keep your eyes on the prize. You're trained not to look to the left or the right, but to stay in your lane. And to understand that the race is not given to the swift, 
but to he who endures to the end. That we're not running a sprint, but we're running a marathon. We're running a steeplechase. And that in my act of looking at somebody else, I may fall into an obstacle or to a trap that if I was keeping my eyes on my calling, my prize, my vocation, that I would be able to, 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 uh, to navigate or to overcome. So as we receive this calling, let's remember that God has restored us. And in his word, he says that those he predestined, he's called. And those he has called, he has justified. So when you think about what God has called you to be, understand that he has already justified you for that. So let's not fall in the trap of not even just comparing, but also looking at our past or looking at our limitations or looking at what people have said about us. God has called you. That's a magnificent, that is the greatest opportunity and privilege that we as believers have to do God's work, to be God's hands, to be God's feet, to establish his kingdom, to be his voice, to, to bear his image as we call others out of darkness into the light by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you. God bless you. Remember your call as I pass the call. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Gracious God, we thank you, Lord, just for this day, Lord God, that we've never seen and that we've never seen before and we won't see again. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this week. Lord God, we made it to another Saturday of the month of August, God. We thank you, Lord God, for your truth about the calling of you, that you have placed a call on our lives, Lord God. This morning, Heavenly Father, I want to lift up Bernice Johnson's daughter, I can't remember her name, but she's been diagnosed with that C word, and that she went into surgery yesterday. God, we know you are Jehovah Rapha, and that you can heal. I know that for myself, Lord God, so I'm, I'm trusting and believing that you will heal her body and give her strength to, to endure whatever she needs to endure, Lord God. Ask the Father God that you Heaven where the fires are burning all over this nation, Lord God, wherever they are, that you touch each EMT, touch each firefighter, touch those who just come in and help, Lord God. We just thank you right now for what you're going to do in that area, dear God. We thank you, Lord God, for Brother Jeff, Lord God, that you gave him 60 years of life, Lord God. Continue to strengthen him in his walk with Christ. Continue him to be the husband you are calling him to be. Continue to bless him to be the friend that he is, Lord God. We just thank you and bless his bless your holy name, God, for him giving him another 
year of life, dear God. We ask, I'm asking, oh God, that you cover his wife, pretty Patrice, Lord God, that their union continues to be strong and you get all the glory out of it, Lord God. I just thank you today, Lord God, for this day, Lord God. Lord, I thank you for the calling. God, we thank you for the calling. Whichever, whoever you've been, who's ever being led and called by you, Lord God, we ask you to continue to give us the strength to endure, Lord God. God, we love you and we bless your name, Lord God. We thank, I thank you, Lord God, for Brother Eric, God, for you, for you using him today on this day, Lord God, that you gave him just what he needed to say to us, that <laughs> stay in our lane. God, we thank you for that, for doing us to make sure whatever that we're doing, we're doing it for you, not for us, but we're doing it for you, Lord God, and to walk in the calling that you have given us on this day, Lord God. Father, we just thank you for each and every person that came on the call, for those who had prayer requests that were spoken and unspoken, Lord God. I thank you for the healing that's taking place in my life, Father God, for me to be better for you, for my my commitment to you to be stronger, Lord God, for me to study your word more, God, and to speak and commune with you more, God. I thank you, Lord God, for all that is taking place, Father. This I ask you, oh God, to continue to strengthen Dion, Lord God, in every aspect of her life, Lord God. Thank you for her for her accepting the calling, Lord God, that she accepted years ago, and you gave her declare victory. And we are continuing to still declare victory in our lives, Lord God. Thank you for each and every one, God, that calls in every single day, Lord God, Monday through Saturday, Lord God. I'm asking you, oh, God, to get me back in that place, Lord God. We just need you, God, and we can't do anything, and I mean anything without you, dear God. God, I'm asking for blessings upon blessings, God, today for all of those who have things to do, for those who have maybe going out to um, just have a nice, calm day on this Saturday, for those who may have to go into to um, go to work, Lord God, if that's what they have to do. Give them travel and grace, Lord God. Touch Brother E in the wing that loves church, Lord God, that somebody's life is changed and turned around and somebody somebody, um, come calling to you and asking, what must I do to be saved, Lord God? We just bless your holy name, Lord God, and we are just excited about what you're going to do in our lives today, Lord God. And before Excuse me. And before I speak another word, Lord God, thank you. I just want to say thank you for this day, this day, this day, this Saturday, God. And for those of you on the call who want to celebrate and praise God with me, asking you to take your phone off of mute and give God praise this morning, Lord God. Give him the highest praise. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to your name, oh God. We glorify you. We thank you for this day. Hallelujah. We shall rejoice. We shall be glad in it, oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for your word, oh God. Thank you for your word, oh God. Hallelujah, God. God, how we just bless you. Thank you, Lord. Lord. We exalt you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. 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 We th
Thank you for the declare, Brother Eric, of the act that you was uh, Thank you for your healing. Thank you we magnify you this morning, O God. You are the light of our life. You shining bright, O God. God. Thank you for saying you are so worthy, God. 
you will have us to go, Lord God. Hallelujah. thank you, Lord God. For the renewing of our minds, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. For the renewing of our minds, Lord God. Transformation, Lord God. Transformation, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We worship you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Glory, honor, and praise be unto you. The marvelous light, Lord God. Lord of Lords, let your light shine through us, Lord God. The one who has given us integrity let your light shine through us, Lord God. deliverance around We bless your name, God. Thank you for the world, The light of the world, Lord God. Send us out, Lord God. Send us out, Lord God. Your agents, Lord God. We are your agents, oh Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Send us out, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Empower us, Lord God. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Empower us, Lord God. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. To do the work, Lord God. Yes, Lord. To do the work, Lord God. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 H
I bless your name, Lord God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Keep us close to you, Lord. Keep us close to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You up, and we praise you, and we thank you, Lord God. Ask you to lead us and guide us through this day, Lord God, and we will give your name all the praise, the glory, and the honor. It is in the matchless name of Jesus. I give your name the praise and thanks. Amen. As I pass the call back to Brother East. Amen. 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 We thank you today, Lord. We just just glorify your name. First of all, I want to thank thank the, the the greeter and I want to thank the prayer warrior who set the atmosphere. I want to thank each and every um body who's who's on the line this morning. Uh I want to know that let you know that you are loved, but that you're called, you know. That you're loved not only by God, but you're loved by me. Uh, you're part of my family. Uh, you could have rolled over your bed and got some um, precious more hours of sleep on this Sabbath morning, but you chose to come into fellowship and to worship. And, and for that, uh, God will truly bless you. I, I know I'm blessed by each and every one of you. Um, and I thank you. I uh, hope you learned something. Uh, this morning, uh, so, and so before I open up the call, I uh, just want to recap. First of all, no, before I do my recap, let me open up the call for those who might have came on late and didn't get a, a chance to say hello. Um, and a call is now open for you to uh, say hello and to be acknowledged. So highlight good morning, a brother. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Deborah Evans. Good morning, all. Good morning, Bubbly. I mean, good morning, Deborah Evans. How you doing? <laughs> good morning, hey, Miss Mona. Mona, how you doing? Good morning, Mona. Good morning, this is Karen. Good morning, Hi, Karen. Hi, this is Karen. Yes. Amen. Good morning, beautiful family. This is Pam. Good morning, Pam. God bless. Good morning, family. This is Diane. Good morning, Diana. How you doing, sis? I'm doing good. Happy Saturday, everyone. Hey, good morning, Brother Eric. Victory family. God bless you all this morning. Good morning, old man. Happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody else? All right, then. Uh, Hey, Brother E. Brother E. Before you do a recap, I just want to, can we acknowledge uh, Brother Jeff's birthday by giving him a good morning, happy birthday song this morning? Yeah, we can. Hey. So everybody clear your throat and get ready. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm ready, I'm ready. Happy birthday, brother! 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 <laughs> I'm 60 years young, y'all. That's right. Bless the Lord. 60 years young. Amen. 
Amen. Hey, Moses didn't come come into his calling until he was eighty years old. So so that means that you know uh, there's no retirement plan in, in in God's universe. Amen. 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 And brother Jeff, we're still I'm still expecting great things for uh, for you. Uh, uh, I know you for ten years now. And in these 10 years, uh, Brother Jeff, I have seen you grow so much into the mighty man that you are, the the, uh, the loving husband that you always inspire me to be tender. As you speak to your wife, to, to, to the father, you know, to, to the man who has acknowledged his, his, his shortcomings in his past but has not allowed that to uh, identify him or withhold him. From, from growing into what God has called him to be. And so as you see, your your uh, Claire Victory family loves you, and we celebrate this with you today, Jeff. Brother Jeff, we love you. God bless you. So uh, before I open up the uh, call, I want, just want a uh, quick recap. Um, uh, also, I, I did take a, the time before I started to, to do a teachable moment, and so I want to give you the verse, uh, the chapter and verse. If you want to find out when God, Jesus called the disciples, the first time Jesus called the disciples, you cannot find it in Matthew. You cannot find it in Mark. You cannot find it in Luke. It is not, I repeat, it is not when they were on the boat. Then when Jesus called, we always said, Jesus said, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. That is not the first time. If you want to find out the first time that Jesus called the first disciples, you've got to go to the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John, the first chapter, and it starts at the... My glasses are fogged up. Hold on. Okay, it's the Gospel of John, the first chapter, uh, from verses 35 through 40. Gospel of John, first chapter, verses 35 through 40, and that is the story of when God, uh, when Jesus, who is God, called Peter and the first disciples. All right? Okay. And so uh, in the declaration, as, as you know, the title was Mind Yours, Do You, and, and, and Follow Me. And, and, um, I talked about when God calls us, first of all, he calls us salvation and restoration. And then after being restored into a right uh, relationship with God, we're called then to, number one, as he calls uh, uh, Peter, we're called to proclaim the gospel to, 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 the, to the least, the last, the lost, to, to those who, who may know of him or do not know him or those who do not know him at all. So we're called first to restoration and salvation. Then we're called to proclaim the gospel. Go ye therefore into the world. Then we're called to ministry. Feed my lambs. That's ministry within the uh, the body. Okay, employing the gifts of the spirit and also um, producing the fruits of the spirit, which is our the character. Okay, and then lastly, we're called to 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 service, service within the body, okay? Jesus called Peter. He said, 
Do you love me? How do we know we love God? When we follow his commandments. So not only called to restoration and salvation, we're called to obedience. By answering the call to obedience to God's commandments, we're signifying that, yes, Jesus, I love you. Then we're called after that to, to uh, proclaim the gospel, to work in, in the body, and also to minister to the body. And if we and if as we fulfill all of those callings, then the then the kingdom will be advanced. Souls will be one and everything. And Acts talks about that uh uh in the first uh chapters. Um and then I talked about when we receive our call, we need to mind our own business. We need not to compare. Mind yours. Don't worry about what brothers and sisters or sisters such and such or pastors such and such is doing. You got a call, okay? Uh, the traps of that is, we we may compare ourselves favorably or unfavorably. If we compare ourselves uh, 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 favorably, then we fall into the trap of pride uh, 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 and and um, arrogance. If we compare ourselves and find ourselves falling short against another person's calling or gifts, then we fall into uh, fear and, and being timid and, and, and making excuses on why we're not doing this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Lord, I, I, you know, I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I'm equipped. I don't feel like uh, uh, I can do this. When God has clearly called you to go out and, and, and to minister to people or to do something, okay? And so I said, then do you, okay? That goes in part with mine and yours. When we don't compare, when we do what God has called us to do, and specifically for us to do. See, our call is, 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 is specifically tailored. Even though we may work in the same arena, even though we may work in the same vocation, we have a specific calling. So do you, okay? Everybody can't, can't talk like Brother Jeff, or pray like Brother Jeff, or pray like Sister uh, uh, Pretty Patrice. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't preach like Lavelle. Okay, the individual. We have our own personalities. We have our own stilo. You know what I'm saying? Our style. That's what we say in New York. So do you? And then follow me. At the end of each calling, whether it's specific, whether it's to restoration, whether it's to ministry, whether it's to service. It always begins with follow me. Christ said to the disciples when he called them, follow me. When, 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 when Christ called to the, to, the, uh, uh, to the prophets in the Old Testament, he said, follow me. So mind yours. Mind your business. Stay in your lane. Focus on what God has called you to be. Do you. And always follow Christ. So now I'm going to open up the call. If anybody has any comments, any questions, any aha moments, now is the time. Holla at a brother. I just love that, do you, um, Brother Jeff, and just what you were saying. In, in other words, do continue keep your eyes on the Lord. Um it was so silent, and I felt like, okay, this is definitely, I need to um, just share this because um, God is just so good, and it was confirmation what you um, shared this morning. 
about um, just what has happened this week for me. And God is just, he's just amazing. Um, You know how sometimes we'll get caught up into not only just, like, I might think I'm doing me, and then I'll get upset if I feel like someone else is focusing on me, like, because that's kind of like what's happened at work, been happening the past few weeks. But it's really, it's a blessing because God took me for the first time instead of getting upset because someone's focusing on me, and that's taking my eyes off God. Why are they all into me? Why are they all into me? God just continues to, he just kept me straight. And I, I, I mean, I was in prayer and everything, and I continue to see focus on him. For the first time, I just see how that works. And he just makes everything okay. So I don't know. We just that just spoke profoundly to me this week. I give such I just give all the glory and praise to Jesus Christ. Um, God is so good, and just yes, keep your keep keeping my eyes on the Lord, regardless. Even if I get distracted by someone who might be thinking that they're not, you know, they're not doing them, I need to keep doing me. So thank you so much for that word. Amen. Thank you, sister. Yeah, you know. Um... That's I, I tell you that's that's one of the aspects of the person that speaks to me and 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 really convicts me. In fact, I really did that uh, just a couple of days ago. My wife gets so angry when I do this, you know. And we were watching uh, uh, there's a young musician now that is really he's he, he's just really a musical prodigy. Not not only is he uh, a multi a multi-instrumentalist, you know, he's also a, a gifted arranger, you know, he he, he, he can warble too, uh, I think his name is um, Jacob Collier, so I was just listening to him, we were listening to him over, um, watching YouTube videos, and just the chords that he was doing, the complexity sounds, and I was like, there I go, I was like, man, I wish I could just do that, my wife's like, you can, you know, you could do this, you just need to practice, and don't worry about what he's doing, you know, I'm constantly falling into that. You know what I'm saying? And 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 when you fail not to do you, it it really erodes your confidence. You know, and I have to keep telling myself that when I don't do me, when I fall into that comparison, I'm really cheapening the call that God has given me. You know, I'm in essence I'm saying to God that listen, yeah, I know you gave me this gift, but I really don't think it's 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 all that good enough. It's like we're telling God that what he's given us is not good enough. Yeah. So I wanna thank you for that. I wanna thank you for the um transparency, um, my sister. God bless you. Good morning. This is Nikisha. Great declaration this morning. God knew exactly what he was doing by letting you um, misplace your notes because you said what we needed to hear on today. And you really just said something right now to my spirit by saying that, um, yeah, you gave me some gifts, but it's not quite good enough because I want to be like so-and-so. And and, um, I need to just do what I'm called to do and stop worrying about what, other people are doing it, comparing myself to other people, you really just said something right now that really just, because I was going to say something else, but now I'm focused on what you just said. So I'm like, oh my, okay. So I really just got convicted right now. So a uh, great declaration, just continuing to just continue listening to the Lord and, and walk in your calling. And I need to just uh, stop comparing myself. Thank you. Love you to life. Thank you, Nikisha. Um, yeah, you, you know, it's, it's something else. And, and I, I think about, I think about, you know, um, 
and you know when, when we when we get past our excuses and we 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 don't know what God has in store for us. Um, if you go to um, Exodus, uh, the, the 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 three the third chapter and the fourth chapter, it talks about when God calls Moses. He calls him from the burning bush and he says, "I want you to go back to your your people." Now. We forget that Moses was brought up. We may forget that Moses was brought up in into the uh, camp of Pharaoh, and so and so you know Pharaoh at that time was the world world leader, and so to grow up in, and to be trained in the courts of Pharaoh as one of Pharaoh's own sons, that means Moses was taught in all the languages. He was he was given the very best education. Uh, he was given the very best in terms of. of uh, strategy and military leadership, but you know, as circumstances didn't didn't weren't laid out for him to do that. And but you know, when God calls him, and this is like I like to call Moses's five big excuses. And you've got to read this if you if if you're not familiar with the story, go to Exodus three, chapters three and four. And Moses talks about he gives him five reasons why he can't lead. You know what I'm saying? And, First of all, Moses says like he struggled his identity. Who am I? You know, and then he didn't have a, a, a relationship with God. So he says, "Who are you?" Right? And then he felt intimidated because you know he God told him to go to the elders first. He said, "What if they don't listen?" Right? And then you know God God says, "Well," then he gave him another solution. He said, "Well, you're better, you're, you're um." Uh, uh, don't worry. Tell him who I am. And in that moment, God gives Moses what he never gave anybody else. He gave him his real name, Yahweh. We call it Yahweh, or I am that I am. And then, he, but he comes up with another excuse. Well, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a good speaker. You know, it's been so, it's been theorized that Moses might have been a stutterer. So, and then God gets angry. He says, Well, listen, I'm gonna give you Aaron. He's gonna speak for you. And then he gives him another one. I know you can find somebody else. You know, so all these excuses Moses gives, right? But once he, he decided to say, okay, God, I've surrendered, then what, look what God did. Not only did Moses become a, a, a great leader, not, not only did he save millions of people and brought them out of bondage and everything, he, 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 he became the greatest, uh, greatest prophet of all time, the lawgiver. Okay, and the Jewish people to this day esteem Moses as the as the lawgiver, as the great giver, you know. But if he had, if God had allowed him, and if he had allowed himself to live on his excuses and not do what God gave him to, then he would have never achieved the destiny that he that that God had for him. Destiny. Each one of us has a purpose that, if we allow God to work within us. Man, there's nothing that we can't do, that we can't achieve. We don't know what God has in store for us. And there's a, there's a story that says that we're going to get to heaven, and, and, and God's going to bring us into a room. And there's going to be a gift with all of these wonderful things. And God's going to say that these are the things that you could have had if you just allowed me to give them to you. Amen. That's something worth thinking about. Thank you, my sister. Oh, yeah, now I remember what I was going to say um, about how they went back to fishing and, like, when we think that God hasn't um, done what we wanted to do, then we resort back to our old 
ways of doing things. That's what I had wanted to to mention. So, yeah. But when you had just spoke, that really stuck to me. So, yeah. Now I remember what I wanted to say. So thank you. <laughs> Amen. Great insight. You know, it, we, we have a tendency as human beings that when things get hard or when we feel like God isn't with us, that we go back to the things that we're, we're, we're familiar with. We, we go back to the things that we're comfortable and confident in. See, Peter was born a fisherman, you know what I'm saying? And and, and um, to tell you the truth that, you know, he was a, a, a big, wealthy uh, businessman, you know, and he left it all uh, uh to, to finally find, finally follow God. And then when God, you know, uh, was crucified and he forgot what God had told him what he was going to do, and he went right back to what he was good at, you know, what he felt comfortable in doing. See, what God calls us, he calls us out of our comfort zone. This is one of the things that God constantly does with us. He constantly calls us out of our comfort zone. It's the only way we, that we can grow. If you ever been to the gym, if you if you ever tried to get back into shape, then you know that you can't just go to the gym and you know listen. I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm 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 gonna hit the weight. I'm gonna do about one rep. You know I'm gonna get on the bike. I'm gonna ride about a half a mile. You know and you know ten minutes later you you know you out the gym. You I feel good. Uh uh-uh, it takes sweat. You know what I'm saying? If you want to build your faith, you've got to. Get uncomfortable. You've got to be able to 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 um to you know be sore and achy. That's how your muscles grow, and that's how you grow. Being called out of your uncomfortability causes you to grow. It's what they call growing pains. Amen. Thank you for your comments. Good morning, brother. Good morning, pretty pretty Patrice. Thank you so much for your decoration on this morning. You know, um, I was just speaking to your wife at the last event we were at. I think it was Imani's son's graduation. And she asked me about, um, you know, what was I doing in my ministry? And she said, I remember you saying that you were going to go, you know, out to the highways, you know, speak to women. And I said, yeah, I did. And, And she said, well, you know, what are you going to do next? And I told her that um, she said there's there's a need for for ministry in in the schools. Our children are are in dire need. And I said, okay, I'll pray about it. Well, a situation has presented itself that I'm going to be going into the schools and bringing the word of God to the children. So, you know, and if it had not been for Declare Victory, I would not be anywhere near where I am today. And so I thank you and and your lovely wife, and I thank Declare Victory and Dion for giving me the confidence and encouragement to, to just grow and to be who God called me to be and answer the call. And I'm excited for where God has me. And thank you for acknowledging my husband's birthday. I sent you a text, so look at it, because I should have been sent it to you. 
Praise God, praise God, praise God. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Ain't that something, Juju? Something, yes. You know, only God knows. He heard us both. Yeah, yeah, he heard us. He was sitting there talking. And look at it moved fast on it, too. Yes, moved he did. Praise God. We definitely need it, though. The kids need it. Amen. Yeah, so Amen. I'm thankful. You know, God has already equipped you. You know, I hear you talking all the time. You teach and everything. So I mean, he's already equipped you. It's, it's oh, wow. This is powerful. God be the glory. I'm happy for you. I know I don't know you pretty, Patrice, but, um, I, you know, I feel like I do. <laughs> I'm happy for you too. I'm just happy hey, for you here. And the whole situation, that's just a blessing. They need yeah. it in the school. I just was looking at this deacon like, wow, that's gonna be such a blessing for these children, y'all. Wow, to be able to discuss and learn about God at school. Man, mm-hmm. I want my son to come to that school. <laughs> that's a blessing. I'm so happy for you. Hey, Amen. I'm happy for you too. Uh, yeah, you know, um, those who don't know my wife, she's kind of she's kind of quiet, but she's you know for me she's like my conscience. I I I I, I can imagine how the conversation uh, went, uh, uh, pretty Patrice. But yeah, sometimes my wife gets on my nerves because she always pushing me. And but you know what I I, I know it's God speaking through her. I think that's one of her gifts um, to to be encourager. But everybody thinks that being encouraging means, yeah, you can, you know, you you're this and that. Encouraging also means that you know you 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 kind of challenge people. You know, what I'm saying you kind of mm-hmm. challenge people. I want to say this to you, pretty Patrice, uh, that that as I've seen Brother Jeff grow, I've also seen you grow too. And I, I, I just, I'm just believing in God that God has uh, such a big ministry for you too. Uh, and He's been training you. He's been training you all these years in the rooms. He's been training and, and equipping you at, at Acts. And um, I just want to challenge you, as I challenge myself, to to it's easy to stay in the fringe. It's easy to stay on the outside and to and to fish in the boat. To and what I mean by that is to to know that you're working, to work, know that you're doing the the work, but that God is calling you to a greater work. And with that comes some comfortability. And I'm gonna pray for you at at the end of the call because uh, Jeff knows this as well as uh, 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 Juliet and I do is that the situation for the proclamation of the gospel, especially in our schools, is is one that is mean um is really being met with a lot of warfare. Um and I'm I'm not uh condemning him, but I, I do know that this is um especially in the district that as you go to our schools, you look at the murals, you can see all types of pagan Imagery and all types of pagan gods that are written, that are 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 uh, that are painted on our walls. Um, any other religion besides Christianity, 
you're allowed to perform freely. If you're Muslim, you're allowed to, 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 to leave class and it makes a lot. Um, you're allowed to, if, if you're, if you're uh, same-sex attracted, they have the gay-straight alliances. They also have days of silence in which, you know, they encourage and, and sometimes almost bully people to, to, to either support or to come out and, and say that they're for, 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 you know, for homosexuality. But if you're a Christian and you want to start a Bible study or you want to do these things, there are so many um, things that are put against you in Oakland uh, School District. I can't speak for any other districts, but for Oakland School District, that, that, that are, there is a hostile environment against Christianity. And uh, if you play the wrong message, I remember Jeff talking about this. You know, one time he had a sermon, and 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 you know, uh, it was talking about that the, the alternative lifestyle, and you know how somebody heard it, and they they you know, and, and you know they, they 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 called him up about it. So you're entering into um, an area of. Which which may be uncomfortable, which may be a little hostile, um, and I'm not saying this to scare you. And I know you're not scared, but just to just to give you a heads up, and that that we're going to be praying for you, we're going to be lifting you up. But I'm so glad that you are um, stepping out, um, pretty Patrice. God bless you. I love you. Love you too, brother. Thank you. And I ain't scared. I know that. I know that. I'm with it. Amen. Amen. Put on that armor. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? Yeah, um, babe, I just wanted to, <clears throat> first of all, I just want to thank God and praise God because, you know, uh, once again, you know, uh, he came through and I just was just, just, and all watching you, how you downloaded all this stuff, and you like giving your message as if you were reading a piece of paper, <clears throat> and it was all God working through you. And I just thank you for um, letting God uh, speak to you, and and not go to that place like you were talking about when you talk about you playing your piano, playing playing music. Not allow you know the enemy puts you back in that place of you know feeling like you can't do this because you you know you don't have your paper you don't have your notes you know but God has also called you to this ministry as well you know to be able to teach and preach <clears throat> and I just think that was evidence right there today of what He's doing in your life. So I just wanted to thank you for that message. Thank you for the, um, um, not just the call, the message about the call, but, but also the uh, the challenge, you know, to just get out of ourselves. And that's what it is. We're, in, we're You know, whenever we're in that place where we're measuring ourselves or looking at someone else, it's just a distraction, you know, from <clears throat> doing what we need to be doing, Um it, that we sometimes may be afraid, you know, 
I know that from my situation, sometimes it's just fear, you know, that caused me to be distracted to look at other people and compare myself to other people. So I just want to thank you for the, you know, the challenge to to step out of self. That's what it's about, not to box, but out of self. And do what God has called us to do. So I love the message. I love you, baby. I, I, I thank God for... Um, I thank God for for blessing me with with you. Um, you know, I always say I post on Facebook that my, that my wife she's my um, chief she's my chief encourager. Um, she's my number one fan. She's also my personal irritant too. Um, yeah, she gets on my nerves, but I know that it is God speaking to her. And uh, I want to say that God is not getting on your nerves. That you're not really falling. You're not really uh, following your calling because your calling is going to take you to places where you're uncomfortable. There's going to be wilderness moments. They're going to be valley moments. They're going to be triumphant moments. You know, uh, make no. Di- uh, 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 that's that's going to happen. But we have to understand, though, that work, with work and with effort, that makes us uh, a better uh, service. It makes us better ministers. And, and as we go out through this world, uh, Satan is definitely going to try to, to trift us up. He's going to definitely try to make things uh, uh uh, hard for us. And that's why Jesus said to, to Peter, you know, when you were young, you wouldn't did everything. When we was young, and I want to say the youngness is, 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 is not doing the things that God wants us to do or not even being in, in, a, in, in a relationship with God. When you was young, you did what you wanted to do. You know, you know, you grew up, all you had to do was play, maybe do a couple of chores and, 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 and go to school. That was it. But when you grew when you became an adult, when you came into, you began to assume responsibilities, you know, you couldn't play no more. You can't do what you want, right? You know, you got to go to work, or, you know, because you got to pay the light bill. You you got to, you know, you, you got to pay for food. You know, you've you got to raise children. You become more responsibility. See, God is placing you in a family when he's calling. He's calling you now. He's like, okay, it's time to stop playing, all right? It's time to stop living a carefree life. You're accountable. When we answer the call, we are accountable to a people. We may not know who those people are yet, but God will show us. You know, we're accountable to to work. Um, And we don't work. When I was was raising my kids, I didn't work because I had to. I worked because I loved providing my kids. I love my kids. I love providing for my kids. I love providing for my wife. I I I I love the efforts and the results, and so that's the same thing. Then when when we're called and when we follow our, our calling and and we operate in our calling and our vocation, it's not because it shouldn't be because you know this is what we got to do is because we love it. And if we love it, there's a saying that if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Now, not all of us are blessed with working in places that what we love. But when God calls us to work, hopefully we will love that. 
Now, as we grow to love God's calling on our life and God's work, uh, God's uh, our vocation, we'll never work a day. We'll never work a day. Even though we go through trials and tribulations because we love what God has done for us. And we love God because he first loved us. The Bible says that Christ for the joy that was set before him, for the joy, he endured the cross. And so we're called to be like Christ. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, Brother E. This is Gloria. How you doing? Good morning, sis. How you doing? I am blessed and highly favored of Christ. So I'm out here getting my walk on. All right. Today, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. It's my first day of getting back to walking again. But some years ago, I used to run. And I used to run five miles a day. And there were a group of three of us that ran. And all of us were of the kingdom. And because I was the slowest runner, I used to, first starting out, I'd feel bad because, you know, I'm going slower than they are. And what the Holy Spirit gave to me about that was, there is therefore no competition in the body of Christ. As the body of Christ, we, we have no business comparing ourselves or trying to compete with each other because it's not about that. It is about the furtherance of the gospel. So Hello. as we were talking this morning, it reminded me because when I started out walking this morning, a little, bit, a little bit over an hour and a half ago, I said, oh, well, when I get to a certain point, maybe I can run a little bit. But you know, that is not wisdom because this body has not ran in a number of years and it's had all kinds of surgeries on ankles and knees and all that kind of stuff. So I bless God for being able to do what I can do. So I encourage my brothers and my sisters on the line. I thank God for declare victory. I thank God for Dion and I thank God for you for the word that you gave today that the Holy Spirit empowered you to do and that you stepped out on faith and gave us what he, what thus saith the Lord. So we go forward doing what God has anointed and appointed us to do. And we're grateful for it. And we go on and do it according to his, his purpose, his will, in order that he get the glory and we get the good from it. God bless you. Love you. Amen, Sister Gloria. You keep on walking. I'm reminded that oh, there's an old Negro spirit that says, walk together, children. Don't you get weary. There's a great camp meeting in this promised land. Amen. Amen. You are so right. There's no competition in God's kingdom because we're all on the same team. Amen. Right? Somebody's got to preach and somebody's got to sweep. Somebody's got to sing and somebody's got to usher. Somebody's got to cook and somebody's got to clean. Somebody's got to uh, uh, teach and somebody's got to give. We all have a, a, a position in God's team, in God's kingdom. We've all got an assignment. Amen. And 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 some and if you're just coming back to to you know and if you just strayed away like uh, uh, Glory was talking about, you you might. Have, have done some things and you can't do it again, work back up to it. It's all about a process, you know. Amen. You keep on walking, Gloria. You're going to get to, you, you get to, you get to that place where you can run again. That's one thing I didn't love. I, I haven't ran five miles in, oh, 20 years. I used to do it every day. That, but that's one thing I didn't like doing. I had to do it, you know, in order to, uh, 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 to keep my um, time up for the service, but that was one thing I never liked doing. 
was running. But God bless you for your comments, Gloria, Sister Gloria. You know what, too, just now, I just, just uh, she, I don't know if Sister Gloria knows, but she sounds so happy and full of joy. And so it's, uh, it's so amazing how when we get pushed, when we push ourselves in Christ beyond that normal, comfortable level, you know, a lot of it is just the heart, the doing it. But uh, she sounds so, like, full of joy. And I just wanted to give this one comparison because, um, you guys, so many of you know that I ran track when I was young coming up. And um, one of the things back in the day that I was always taught is don't you ever look to the right or the left. You keep your eyes on it. You keep your eyes on the prize. You keep, you run your own race. And I was just sharing that with a family member today because I was giving glory to God about, you know, what had happened this week. And God continues to show himself as I look to him. Um, so this if you notice when, if you watch a track meet, people racing, um, the ones who are looking to the left and the right, lots of times there's the ones getting snatched. So just if you're focusing on you and what God has in you, that's when you get your glory. And the comparison part, I just wanted to share that um, oh, I feel like sometimes if, so, if, you're, if you're doing that and you, God has something hidden in you that's so, like, powerful that, um I think the enemy comes to life so we can just focus on other people instead of focusing on what God has because it's so powerful what God has in you. And the more you're focusing on or comparing on someone else, and I'm, I'm, I do it too, I'm sure. I don't do it that much. I think I get more annoyed because I feel like I'm being, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm people are doing that with me. So it's the opposite thing. But I just want to give another perspective of there's a light and shine. There's something powerful. And there's a gift that God put in you. And no matter how hard someone else will try, you, they can't do it because God put it in you. So just um, just continue to focus your on your own race and keep your eyes on God. He has such powerful, I just see what he's doing in my life. So um, that's all. Have a blessed day, everybody. Amen. Thank you, my sister. Um, there's a Bible verse that says, putting these things behind me, I press on. Uh, I used to run track, too. What I found out is that why they tell you not to, when, you, when you're when you running, not to look to the left or the right, is that you're exactly right. You lose focus. And so when you lose focus, your body automatically tends to slow down. Now, when you're running track, especially if you're doing sprints, that just a nanosecond of lost speed can make the difference of whether or not you win the race. So when you look to the rest and you look to the right, it's because your body automatically, wherever your head or wherever your sight goes, that's where your body tends to to to, to focus on. And so that that depletes some of the, your energy, some of your speed. And as a result, your focus is diffused and your body will automatically slow down. And I say that to say this. When God calls us, we need to focus on our call. If we're looking left, we're looking to the left or right, then we will automatically slow down because our focus is diffused and it's not, uh, it's not iron, it's not sharpened, it's not, it's not, it's not focused on what God has called us to be. But when we turn to the left or right, then we're diffusing our focus and then we're going to slow down. That little slowing down might might make the difference in, in, in to where we need to achieve our highest potential, our, our and to achieve our, our fullest uh, our purpose, 
So uh, thank you for that. That was a great uh, analogy, great uh, uh, analogy. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Hey, uh, good morning, Brother E. Thank you for your decoration this morning. I got a lot out of it, man. And I want to thank you for always encouraging me and uh, me and my wife and, and, and building us up, man. But I, I need to let you know that, man, I've been watching you too. You know, I've been listening to you, and I want to tell you that I am so proud of you, my brother, because I've watched you uh, be consistent and stay humble, you know what I'm saying, in the process of our employment. You know, and I, I want to say congratulations. Uh, I don't know if um, everyone else on the call knows, but uh, Brother E received a, a promotion um, at work, you know. Hallelujah. And yes, he, he, he has his own right. He, he's the lead, you know, and God, um, you know, when I at, I'm at my site and I, I was out on uh, modification, I, I just recently they sent me back to my site, and I'm still on modification duties. But they love me, you know, and they appreciate my leadership in in my position at work and 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 what I bring to the school site. And I know that you are going to enhance that site and what you're going to bring to that site. So. I just want to uh, let you know, my brother, that I've been watching you, and you inspire me, you know what I'm saying, because I I know what you have uh, been through uh, over the past 10 years in the district. You know, um, the, what stood out for me in your declaration this morning when you began to talk about uh, uh, the comparison, right, uh, and looking at, uh, looking at others, and I, I like – Man, the, the the love, life, and victory discussion allows us to go deeper and 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 bring out so much more. You know, I like what the sister said. Like, there's no comparison in the kingdom. And the other sister just talked about looking to the left or the right, and you pointed out how that it causes us to lose focus. And when you were sharing, God spoke to me and said, Jeff, there. There's, it's not good for you to allow the spirit of comparison to attach itself to you because it would diminish uh, your usefulness because I have sheep out there that only you are able to reach, Jeff. With, with, with whatever limitations you want to try and place on yourself, you know, like you said, uh, Moses had all of those excuses, but once he uh, surrendered and, and 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 went and did what God told him to do. God used him in a mighty way. So you know, though there are those that we'll be able to reach individually. You know, as God send us out to the highways and byways to minister uh, to others. There's there's certain people that. Uh, Jeff will be able to reach uh, that, you know, Pastor Lavelle, they, they might not, he might go over their head, but I'll be able to, to reach them and bring them into the body. You know what I'm saying? There, there's to be those that, Brother Eric, like, 
you'll be able to minister to them on that keyboard, you know what I'm saying, as you ministering to the Lord, you know what I'm saying? And because uh, and, music is a ministry within itself, you know, and I, I watch and I see how it flows, the energy flows. Last night in church, uh, the younger generation was uh, on the pulpit, and my God, they was ministering in, 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 in music, you know what I'm saying? And they had a young minister um, on the pulpit um, last night. I don't know. He could have, I don't know how old he is, but he looked like he might be 30, 30 years old, 35. And, man, he caught fire. Oh, matter of fact, we had a youngster. I guess he's about 15. He came up first. Oh, hallelujah. Huh? How old was he? He was 12. Okay, he was 12 years old. Oh, hallelujah. And he talked about humility. Hey, Jesus. Oh, God. Yes, Lord. So, my brother, I, man, I'm I'm grateful. I'm humble. And, I, I've, man, I'm thankful. I appreciate you, uh, uh, God, allowing us to cross each other's paths and, and be a part of each other's life, man. Um so that that's what I got out your declaration this morning that Jeff, don't try to compare yourself to a lot of my other peers that I know that have ten or twelve guys that they sponsor uh, uh twenty guys you know i and, and you know the the fellowship the other fellowship that I fellowship with and and that's that's a big part of our recovery process is being a mentor and, uh, uh, you know, helping others to recover. And, and God said, Jeff, you, like you just said, you do you because I'm going to use you in the way that I am able to use you. And, and you're going to be able to reach those that specifically that you are able to reach. So that's what I got to decoration this morning for uh, uh, the comparison. So thank you, my brother. Thank you, my brother, man. You, 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 you know, you, 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 my, you, my big brother. Um, thank you for your words, man. And, and um, I, I, I just going to say this. Um, I'm, I'm where I'm at by the grace of God. Uh, um, but it was God working through you that places together my first my first summer um you know you 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 essentially trained me you essentially trained me you provided the standard on how some uh how a a, a head custodian or a lead custodian should should um should you know work and how he should uh do his site how how he should not just only just work but you know, run it and 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 lead it, and so, um, you know, you provide the foundation of 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 what I do now and where I'm able to to do now. So I wanted to thank you for that. Uh, funny that you should mention that I when I talked about stepping out of your comfort zone, um, I thought about Brother Jeff. Um, when we worked, when we first worked together, I worked at his site, and uh, we would have Bible study. 
we would have Bible study before we started working. A lot of people may not know this. Jeff had a problem reading. I'm, you know, the only reason why I mention that because Jeff Jeff has, you know, I feel comfortable mentioning that Jeff has said that uh, in his testimonies before. Jeff had a problem with literacy. But when we would read, and we would read the Proverbs every day, we would read the Proverbs and then we would discuss what we read, Jeff would read, even though he knew that, you know, he couldn't sound out all the words, and but he did not, you know, allow himself to be afraid to, to read in front of me, you know what I'm saying, even though it may have been uncomfortable for Jeff and because he was still learning, you know, how to, you know, read more effectively, but he stepped out of his comfort zone. And that's always something I always admired about Jeff, that, you know, he stepped out of his comfort zone. And in stepping out, it allowed Jeff to, to not only uh, be a better reader, but to also be able to to um, to, to um, ingest the Word of God and, and, to, and to internalize it. So that's something that's always stepped out of my mind. That was one of the things I thought about, too, when when I was talking about stepping stepping out of the uncomfort uncomfortability of 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 you know operating in our calling uh, in order that we can grow, and sometimes we may look foolish or we may feel like we're looking foolish, but I'd rather be a fool for God, Amen, and I'd rather be uncomfortable right now. Because I know that his grace is sufficient. I'd rather be uncomfortable because I know in my weakness his strength is made perfect in me. And I know that, that there are going to be times where I'm comfortable, but it's not always going to be this way. Amen? That is going to come a time where I ain't got to worry about being comfortable. It's going to come a time that uh, I ain't got to worry about aches and pains. I ain't got to worry about... Uh, uh, getting older on that great getting up day mornings that's what we're working for but not just for me but for those I love and, and those who do not know call the gospel that's what we're called to be amen anybody else yeah hon, I just wanted to say thank this. you brother e. this is Miss uh, Caroline thank you for your work today I so appreciate it. I didn't hear all of it, but I heard a lot. Thank you how you talked about um, Peter, you know, and the comparison, even in John, how you broke that down. And then again, about Moses, you know, thank you so much for that word. Thank you that your game is so tight, and I'm tightening, all right? Amen. God bless you. And I'm sure you're teaching this morning, right? <laughs> yes, you. ma'am, I'm teaching this morning. <laughs> all right. I'm going I'm to be on time. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to see you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to be early, actually. Anyway, I'm, I'm coming, though. And, um, Brother Jeff, happy birthday. That's what's up. All right. God bless you everybody. Thank you. God bless you. Love God you much. God bless you. Um, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Uh, um, I just wanted to say this. To, I'm the wise brother in my spirit, but... What God keeps saying to me is not to sweat the small things, you know, the, the the things that you think are mundane because, you know, just to getting up, going to work. You know, we are we are called, you know, 
we all have a purpose. We all have a mission. We all have a special calling, you know, to a special people. But we're called every day to be missionaries. And so don't sweat the small things. What I'm saying is that, like, when we go to work, always uh, use as an opportunity to to you know to 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 show people Christ or to to drop a seed you know cuz sometimes you can be so caught up in looking at where you want to be that you feel what you're doing just getting up every day and and getting to work and just being able to be that be in position to be a light you, you know it it gets shut down you know you spiritually shut it down and so I just feel like I just wanted to put that out there for anybody that might be listening that, you know, yeah, we have a there there each one of us do have a special calling and God will let us know that when that time is right. But whatever season you're in right now, if it if it's pushing a broom, you know, you know, do the do it to the glory of God. Don't sweat the small stuff. Because, you know, in in appreciating those things, then God can give us greater things. So I just want to say that. Amen. Amen, my love. Thank you for those words of encouragement. Yeah, don't speak to the wrong stuff. Yes. Yes. Uh, Hello? Hey, Brother E, this is Mona. I was just listening to everybody, you guys, and I just love listening to y'all. I love your coverage, period. It just helped me just tremendously in my life, you know? When I keep on thinking about, like, when I grew up, you guys, with my sister, you know, me and my sister is a year apart. So I had to learn immediately to not compare myself with her, you know, and, and things like that because she was a type that was definitely, you know, it in my face type of thing. You know, that's my friend. That's my friend. Or whatnot. Stuff like that sometimes, like, when we was little. And so I learned how not to do that. Um, but um, to some degree, I'm not going to say, like, all the way, but, you know, I had to learn that a little bit early. But um, when I even came up in my walk with um, in, in my walk with God right now, it's like um, when I see and hear, you know, um, like you said, these prayer warriors and, and um, you know, these um, people who could bring that word good and all those things, you'd be like, wow, you know, I want to reach that. And God had to correct me on that because I was um, – I was doing something to myself. I, I don't know how to describe it. Y'all was like, I was um, like making myself more down there. And I was putting myself, I was feeling like I was putting myself down by doing that, if I'm saying it right. Um, so I had to not do that. I had to. And I, I realized that in that moment of feeling that because I know that that was not the place he wanted me to be. So I knew I was doing it. I was doing something wrong in that. So now it's just to the point now when I find myself peek like peek like you said when you're running peeking to the left or the right when I peek and I'm doing that I try to get back focused you know like no no you stay focused keep your eye on Jesus keep your eye on your race you know it, and keep your eye on what He wants you to do type of thing because it happens so much y'all it's like your brain it, it just it happens like quick you like what the heck wait what just happened you don't know. <laughs> I gotta get back focused. Like, oh, you know, and that's how I be feeling like to be like, how the heck that just happened that fast? You know, and so yeah, it with me I have I had to learn that from 
you know, being it's nine of us. It's nine of us in our family. But um, I'm part of the first group. But I'm more I'm in the middle of that first group. So I was more like, you know, I I was more compared to with me and Kat because we were so close in age. People used to think we were um twins, you know, we don't look nothing alike because we was in the first in the same grade since the first grade. I like to remind her of that. And I'm just joking around right now. But yes, it was that. It was like I had to by having a sister so close and I had to learn how not to do that quick. Because if you have a sister like Kat, you you will want to. Yeah, but that's what I I, I learned about in, in the calling of he's calling for me. He's making it more and more clear, and I'm just so grateful for it, you know. And now I got to just be more humbly because I just want to – I know I can't save nobody, but I want everybody to be saved. I want everybody to be saved. I want everybody to know about the joy of Jesus, you know. It's just I got that, that fire in me. I just want everybody. Oh, you, you just don't know what you missing, you know, type of feeling in me. I just – so everywhere I go, I notice I'll be bringing them up and – conversations or whatnot, because that's what's on my mind. But, yeah, I just, I love to declare victory. You guys have, I, I know y'all said the growth that you see in each other, but the the growth that I know that I'm, I'm getting through you guys, you know, listening to y'all, that, that God has given me through y'all. And I, I'm telling y'all, I love y'all, and I'm thanking you. Brother Jeff, you know, it all started with you, bro. You would have never told a vet. You know, vet is like my sister, and and we would have never been on this line. And ever since then, we always joke around that it started with Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> I love you guys. Hey, we love you too, Mona. I love your enthusiasm. That's 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 what it's all about. Yeah, we want everybody to 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 uh, 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 know the gospel. And and we might not be able to reach everybody, but that's the attitude we all have. I want everybody to reach. I want everybody to know the gospel. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you, I want you to know the gospel. Hey, hey, we're walking down the street. We have, what did Christ say? He said the harvest is plenty and it's ready, but the laborers are few. Everybody talks about the harvest. I don't know if you've ever worked on a farm. I don't know if you've ever, uh, my mom took us out, I remember my grandma took us out a couple of times to, you know, uh, to get corn, and there, there are places like you go on a farm, you can pick peaches and stuff like that. And I don't know, everybody talks about the harvest, but nobody wants to do the work. Everybody thinks in, in the harvest that the fruit is just going to come off the trees, that the that the beans are just going to come right off the stalk and jump into your um, barrel or, or your bag and everything, that's cool, but it takes work. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It takes work planting, but it takes work sowing, too. So you have to understand that. You know what I'm saying? That you don't get the rewards if you don't work. If you don't work, you don't eat. And God says that a person that won't work is worse than an unbeliever. I don't want to be an unbeliever. So I thank you, Mona, for that, for enthusiasm. And, 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 and we love you, too. We here on Declare Victory to, to listen, to teach, to equip to encourage, to enlighten, and to let you know that if you don't know where your calling is, if you don't know what you're going to do, I want to tell you to keep on coming. Keep coming. Keep listening. Keep asking. Let your sound be known, and and, and, and God will direct you. God has directed you here. We not just work waking up every, every morning at 6 o'clock just to hear somebody talk, but we're being equipped. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And for five to six days, 
in the morning and in in on nights we have calls if you you know we got marriage matters on monday we got we got uh bible study on tuesday uh, uh wives of war on wednesday women working out on thursday and friday night you know so and so so just everything that we need to be here so i'm sorry somebody tried to um was wanted to say something Okay, I thought somebody had, had, had jumped in. So I'm going to give everybody an opportunity to get the comments in. And I, I see it's uh, it's it's uh, it's coming close to 8 o'clock. I want to pray for Patrice before we go, but I also wanted to, to know if anybody else has any prayer requests uh, at this time, um, let me know, and I'll, um, I'll put them into prayer. So I do, brother. <clears throat> but my um, mom, she was discharged a couple of days ago, and also my pop did a major surgery. This is my family, my children, my husband. God know the whole story. Please and me, please pray. Thank you. Okay. And me too, brother. Yeah, I would like to pray for um my my cousin, Astrea Blow. She had a um she she just recovered from a stroke. I definitely want us just to lift her up in prayer, too. Okay. All right. There's no further uh, requests um, with our eyes towards heaven, our hearts and minds. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. Lord, I thank you for once again stepping in and showing out. I thank you, Lord, for for using your humble servant to be an instrument to to teach and, and to uh, to feed your sheep as you have called us called us to do. Uh, I thank you that the words of wisdom that came out of my mouth came not from me, but from from the throne of heaven, and that and all that we do, as my wife said, that that you would get the glory. And so now I want to lift up Carolyn's family right now. Lord, we thank you for the successful procedure uh, of her uh, of her father coming through. We thank you now that he's cancer-free. And we ask you, Lord, that you continue to, to strengthen him as he goes through his recovery process, Lord, that you begin to, to once again build up his body. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that, that there's still work for him to do. And we thank you for his loving daughter that continues to uh, be by his side. Give her the strength to, to continue to endure and minister. We also thank you for her mother, too, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you continue to heal her. Lord, as we lift up uh, Ricky, her husband, Lord, we know that there's nothing that you can't do. And so, Lord, we come all of his afflictions. We come against everything that the, that we come against every yoke that the devil has put on him, Lord. We pray right now. We pray right now that that you that you would free him from the bondage right now, Lord. We pray, Lord, that the marriage is strengthened, Lord, and we pray, Lord, that that Cal would uh, would have the strength to endure and to be the light and to be example, and that he would, he would be won over by the softness and the kindness of her words and her actions, Lord. And, Lord, that you would use her as an instrument to, to bring him back into a right relationship with you. So he can assume his his title, Lord, as head of the household and as a man of God. And we pray for a family that they would be brought to God. 
Lord, we lift up Mona's cousin right now. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you spared her cousin's life. Lord, we ask, Lord, that as she recovers from stroke, Lord, that that you would begin to to knit and to re-strengthen, Lord, her motor skills, Lord, that you begin to build up those muscles again that, that, that may have been affected, everything that may have been affected by by the stroke, whether it be her speech patterns, whether it be her mental facilities, Lord, you are a great facility, a great physician. And Lord, we know that you're a God that moves and removes. So move on her and remove everything, Lord, that that is, is that is causing her not to be the best person physically as she can be. We also pray, Lord, that you would you would continue to strengthen her physically. And, Lord, as you have called us to glory, as you have called us to salvation, as you have called us to serve, as you, as you have called us to minister and to teach and to feed, Lord, and to intercede, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord, that, that our ears would hear what you have, to, have called us to, that our feet would be moved without hesitation, to, to operate into that calling, that our hearts would be filled with love for what we are doing, that our hands would be equipped for the work that needs to be done, and that you would always be before us, that you would go beside us, Lord, and that your spirit would dwell within us as we continue to work in your vineyard, Lord, as we continue to stand on the wall and watch, as we continue to, to cry out, Lord, that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent and be saved. As we work, we watch, and we wait as well as we hope as we prepare the kingdom for your coming. Oh, Lord, we can't wait to see that day. But until that day comes, Give us the strength to endure as we give you praise, glory, and honor as we go from this call, but never from your presence, Lord. Stand before us, protect us, Lord, and watch over us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 Lord, thank you. We thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for the call. I'll listen for your sound um, uh, Monday morning. I do also want to say that if you uh, want to receive some more teaching, if you're in the Oakland area, I'm going to be teaching today on the least of these, uh, 1030 at 7077 MacArthur Boulevard, Wings of Love, Maranatha Church. We're going to be talking about the Beatitudes, about the salt and light, about the Good Samaritan, and about how we can minister to those who are in needs. So uh, if you're in the area, please drop by. But God will bless you until we meet again. Uh, have a great day. Happy Sabbath. Happy birthday, Jay. Happy birthday. No weapon formal <laughs> conquer. Thank you, Jesus. We have Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Have a blessed day, everyone. Awesome. No competition in the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Thank you.
Reaching life, forgiving one another while staying 